What's up, Gerald? <clears throat> Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you, Ryan? Season two, episode two. Episode number two. So, episode one was just a quick recap. It was about timing. That if was you didn't fun. hear it, go back and listen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, timing is everything, is what I kind of titled it. Uh, it's just kind of important. That, that will kind of set us off on this rest of it because what we're going to talk about today is the listening part of it, right? So yep. we're jumping, we're, we're jumping off from, from the timing episode. So basically we're kind of running on a mini series here almost where we're, we're just, like that. yeah, something like that. We're developing it as we go, but like, right. There's an idea. Yeah. There's like a method to our madness that will hopefully reveal itself <laughs> it in a few episodes here. or something. Yeah. And if not, well, then there was no method. <laughs> yeah. There's a method. There's plenty of madness though. <laughs> Because let me tell you something. Logic Pro is what we use to put these together. And sometimes this this software just, I don't get it. You know, our technology here has been fragile. Fragile. Lately. Very fragile. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It seems like that's kind of been almost the uh, way it's been for a lot of places. Yeah. Like even at school, like yeah. our computers at school are acting up. Like it's at church. We had yeah. a disco party with like lights and it was wild. But uh, so listening. Ryan, recap or go and jump into this. So the other day and Gerald tasked me, he said, hey, come up with something, you know, moderate it and we'll go from there. So basically what happens is a lot of our process goes like this, where we kind of come to an idea the week before, but it never really hashes out because something other comes up during that week. And so we sit down a little bit before we start this podcast and come up with an idea. Sometimes it's literally right before we turn these microphones on, <laughs> not going to lie. But the other day I walked into the gym of all places. Well, that's where actually most things hit me and I'm sure it does you too. But mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you a real quick question just to preface this. And we kind of talked about this beforehand, but when you get to a certain point in any type of exercise routine or else any type of regiment, um, if you've been working out for a while, eventually your body gets to a point where it basically says, okay, you need to give me a break. Right. A break time. And so at that point, then it becomes to you, do you listen to your body or do you push through essentially the adversity and the pain or the, you know, the struggle or the weakness or whatever it might be? And so I walked in and it just all of a sudden hit me. It's like, oh, because I went through this last week where my body essentially just was like, no more weight for a while. Like, take it easy. Right. So at that point, I had to make a decision where it was, do I keep pushing and try and keep, you know, going heavier or do I lay off for a bit and just kind of let my body recuperate? Right. And so as I walked in, basically, I got hit with this message all of a sudden. It's kind of like listening to you know, the spirit and God at that point, because there are messages that you're going to receive that you have to figure out whether, okay, do I keep leaning into this? Do I keep pushing through this? Or is there a message to where it's like, I need to lay back and just let it be. And so that's where the idea for this came up. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Cause I think, you know, to try to continue on your working out analogy, it's, uh, you could be in the gym 14 times a week yeah. and build no muscle. Right. And if you're in the gym not to build muscle, I mean, I guess weight loss is a big thing, but in that weight loss, you're building muscle regardless. Sure. And you can spend 14 day, 14 times in the gym in seven days. So that's two times a day Yeah. and not build a single pound of muscle. And actually maybe in a lot of regards backtrack. And that probably happens to a lot of people. And so, you know, if you, if you, if you then counter that with like faith, yeah, 
you end up with a lot of opportunity to get to like hear the word but and, not and, accept it and right and almost be like nah yep i i got it right um kind of an example for me i went really hard in the gym for like two and a half months six days a week then i moved it to seven days and i did that and i had some phenomenal results and the last two weeks i've been to the gym like five times in 14 days and my diet went to bad like it just did not work out very well and if you if you kind of parallel that to faith like yeah i just i just went too hard under my own strength and my own power and didn't get the time to and and there you know there was even actually words for me where it was just like yo relax be still sit sit down listen to me and even even in those like i even heard the word clear as day and i was just like but i've got to do this Just like in the gym, but I've got to get these eight miles in today. Sure, I've got to break five thousand calories burned in my seven day routine because I've been doing it for eight weeks. Then I pl- then I fell flat on my face and gained a few percent body fat back, and and you know now I'm just now trying to get myself back out of that type of like two week rut. But uh, yeah, listening. I think it's challenging for anybody, regardless of if you look at it from a faith standpoint or anything. I mean, yeah, yeah, because it, it's, it definitely is, and I don't mean to talk over no, you, ahead. but I mean, there's a lot of times that you will maybe hear something that God is trying to tell you, but it's up to you how you process that, and you're going to hear it clear as day. A lot of times you will. I hope you do. But in yeah. that point, it's going to be like, okay, well, how do I interpret this message? Do I want to listen to what he's telling me or do I want to push through the pain, right? So, I mean, in my instance, it's basically like what we're going through right now with our living situation. It's like every situation that might be a thing that's, that's you know, we're at this point where I think we've both received the message. Now it's being put into action. And do we want to listen to that, to that, to that message, right? So, and, and that's the hard part, whether it's faith or it's, you know, listening to your body or it's, it's maybe somebody giving you some advice. You're going to hear the message, but it's up to you with what you do with it. Yeah. How your heart receives it is very important. Yeah. Uh, you've got to be able to. You got to be able to distinguish between the, the mind and the heart. And, you know, you've got to really, really be able to. I guess I want to say you have to want it. Yeah. Right. I think that comes down to a lot of things in life, just that we we oftentimes want something and it's so short term, right? Like you want to have ice cream. It tasted good for literally 15 minutes while I sat there. And hey, it actually takes me like three minutes to eat a whole bowl because I just devour it. Yeah, you will kill some ice cream. And then, cream. then guess what? Like the whole next two days, I can literally feel myself being sluggish and wear, like wore down. Sure. And... You know, I just kind of like, even as I sit here thinking, I feel like Jesus is telling me like, that's why I tell you to come to my feet every day. Yep. Right. And that's why he says, well, why don't you come see me every day? Um, just this morning, I was planning on going to the gym, didn't get there, but I woke up and was like, man, I have got to talk to God today. Like I have to do this. And I, I'm not going to say I did a lot of listening, but I did do a bunch of talking mm-hmm. and and I think that in in that regard, like as I'm getting all the talking out, like I'm literally pouring out what's on my heart, what's on my mind, what's 
what's just bothering me, what sure. I think I'm doing okay at, where can I do better? Because our whole message this week at our church was like being pruned, right? And to, to get pruned, I think you literally have to listen to the Father because He knows long-term. We're, humans are so short-sighted, man. Like, we only see tomorrow. And, you know, God sees till the end of time, and He saw from the beginning of time. So if you want to get anything like out of life more than short-term happiness or short-term successes, and that could be relationships, that could be work, that could be education, you have to go find them every day. But like like this whole thing will be about, if you don't listen and take it to heart, like think about it, like I have a daughter that I at times do have to discipline. But if I chose not to discipline her and in some cases prune right prune my daughter to not necessarily lie to me about silly stuff that's been something that she's been doing lately and i'm trying to catch it and teach her and and explain her to what this does to our relationship and your relationship with god but if what if i just let her do whatever she wanted it does that make me a good dad well it doesn't i that's you know up to judgment but i mean it doesn't do any favors for her so in right. my opinion, that makes me a bad dad then. Right. Right. In my opinion, that makes me a bad dad. If I just let her continue to lie and go, oh, she'll figure it out. You know, yeah, because there are people that live and let learn, right? Right. And but, I, you know, it doesn't do any favors for her down the road because yeah, that becomes to the impairment. World. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You listen to this world. Yep. And if that's where you're going to learn from, I mean, you're listening to the wrong people. Sure. You're listening to friends that aren't in faith. You're listening to parents that might not have any. And you're going to try to fit in because that's all we want as humans. We want to belong to something. And when we get the opportunity to sit at the father's feet and just really get into it. Like usually I play a bunch of worship music. I didn't even do that this morning. I said, God, I want to talk to you straight up right now, lay it on you. And I don't know how long we, we talked. I talked up until my daughter woke up. Uh, and I don't exactly know how long that was, but I, I, when I got done, all I can remember being was like, I don't even really remember what I was saying, yeah. but I already feel like I've been filled up. You filled refreshed, yeah. I felt like I got a fresh infilling of the spirit like you need every single day. And listening. Uh, and it's very tricky because oh, there's a yeah, certain discernment yeah. that you have to go through and there's a certain process because it's like, you know, downloading, downloading a message into you. God is downloading a message into you, but it's what you do with that data and how you process it that gets you to that point because there's certain, you know, X, Y, and Z here and there that you can say, oh, okay, I, you know, God, I heard you. I heard you loud and clear. And he's like, well, okay, what are you going to do? And so it's up Mm -hmm. to you to lean in one way or the other. And he knows which way he's trying to point you. Oh, for for sure. And, And I even think like, so today, take this for instance, I felt like God didn't say anything to me this morning. Actually, that's not true. He did tell me one thing, and that was that he loved me. Yeah. Because I was just pouring out right now. I was just like laying out on what's what I've been struggling with over the last like four days. And I just laid it out on him. And I literally just, I heard him go, I love you. And like, that's all he said to me today. He didn't give me any answers. He didn't tell me to go do this. He didn't tell me to go do that. I think... And then, then, so now you're, we talk about listening. It's like, well, what about when he doesn't say anything? Yeah. You still got to listen, right? Because I think when he's not telling you anything, it's that maybe I wasn't asking the right questions. You're, yes. You're, you're not listening. You're not asking the right questions or you're not listening to the right answers. Or, or yeah. Or I'm like, 
yeah. So it's and then how do you discern that? Yeah. And and that's where the Holy Spirit really has to come in, um, and really begin to teach you. Hey, my father just said this. I'm trying. You have to. I'm turning you to your heart to align with what he's saying to you. And when you when you get to that point, it's not always the easiest word. Because uh, like last week we talked about timing. I got two words from him and I bolted out the door and both had failed. And so now I'm looking at like listening today and that's challenging. Yeah. That's challenging to sit there and not hear anything, but then have heard everything you needed to hear because the one thing he said to me was, I love you. And like, to be honest, like that's all I really needed to know was these last four or five days have been pretty tough. Like in a weird way, like not, not in like this super like, oh my goodness, my car blew up and, yeah. you know, I don't have any money. It's just like weird attacks. Because you're, yeah, because I mean, you're at the point where, okay, I've taken some time off the gym. Maybe my body doesn't feel as great or maybe it does. Or you're like, man, I just really feel ashamed right now. I haven't been, you know, living, living up to what your expectations of me and the word you got was I love you. And so instantly it just cleansed you yeah, from it, all of that. And it did. Right. And that's all you needed to hear. And that's it, right? But how does somebody who may not yeah and that was my question because you dive you've do, uh dove i think that's the right word you've dove deeper in, into this than i have but like how does somebody freely accept that right so that's my question to you oh man i think you have to want to right god is waiting for his people to want him right and it's like anything you want to get good at what do you got to dedicate to it? Time. Time. Yeah. Time. If you're not putting time with the Father, then how do you expect to know what his voice sounds like? Sure. And, I, you know, I'm just very thankful for the position I'm at in my church where I have somebody literally like, dedic not dedicated to me, she's got a billion things going on, but literally that I almost feel like is like my personal answer book. <laughs> you know, I'll yeah. text her at any time. I'll, I'll, I'll see her at times during the week. And... But how do you get people who don't have that, you know, to get the questions answered? And I think that you, you really just need to listen to one person, and that's the Father, right? But I, I also feel like, and I, I'm not a huge processes person because I don't think there's, like, this proper prayer or a proper process to get to the Father. I don't, I don't believe in that. I mean, my theology could be mistaken, but to me, he's just waiting for you to talk to him. And so I, I felt like, even in the four days that I hadn't spent a ton, a ton of time with him, man, my school schedule is kicking my butt. I had a lot of stuff going on at church. We still got, um, it's never ending yeah. there, you know, and then I'm a dad. And so getting to the grocery store, is sometimes a feet and a half, you know? So, and I, I could even tell over the last four days, he was like, when are you going to come say hi again? Yeah. You know? And like, those are things that you hear in your, in your mind and, and to people who don't know, what he sounds like, I just challenge you to spend more time searching. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask, seek, knock, right? So it, you just got to ask for it. You got to seek it and, you know, see who seeks will find. And he who knocks, the door will be opened. I just don't think a lot of people spend enough time asking, seeking, and knocking. I pound on God's door sometimes. Not that he's not opening it, but it's like, in my mind, I've got something so important and so detrimental to my well-being right now that if you don't open the door, God, I'm going to literally die. Mm -hmm. 
right? I'm going to sit here and bask in my sorrows and my shame and my guilt for eternity until you open the door and tell me those three words, I love you. Man, even right now, he's right here on top of me right now as I say that. It's just, you've, you've got to be able to, you've got to knock on the door, man. Like, do you get anything out of life by not asking questions? No. I mean, you can, but yeah, you, it's, it's better term. that way. Yeah. Short term. You're not going to learn anything you're by not, not asking learn questions. Much. Yeah. yeah. And then when you start seeking the answer, and you're like, okay, God, I've got this feeling of guilt. I, I was mean to my mom yesterday. And it, this could be tiny stuff, right? I'm not saying you're, you know, you're an adulterer or a murderer or anything, but it could be something so small because it, 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 sin is sin to God. It literally doesn't matter if you have committed, you know, 25 murders or you littered. It's what internally convicts you in your heart, right? And you've got to understand that when you take that to the Father, you have to ask him why you feel that way. And as you sit there, you get the opportunity to listen. Uh, one of the one of the one person I truly truly respect, Miss um, Kathy at church for me is somebody I she's given me so many words. She's like, you know, that you love to worship. And she didn't know this about me. She goes, God loves to watch you worship him and praise him and all this stuff. He's like, but he will never talk to you when it's all loud. Yeah. Turn the music off. And she's like, but if you've got to get into the mood with music, then get into the mood with music. But this morning I was just like, I want to talk to the father. I need to talk to my dad. Right. And, you know, and that's a, that's a term too, that I think you have to build yourself up to right? Calling the father dad. Right? Yeah. Cause even when you just said that, it was like, Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. You know, you know, there, there are times where, cause that's kind of an un, I guess an uncomfortable place for people to want to sit. Oh, Oh, I mean, can you blame them though? I mean, no, not really. But, I mean, you had a pretty good upbringing from mom and yeah. dad. Mine was pretty dismal. Right. I know a lot of kids that are in very similar situations to me out of all the people that I really stay in touch with you might be one of the few the, the, you're definitely the minority for sure that yeah. has two parents that are still married, still in love, you know, bless their children, have worked hard to get what they've got and have been content. You know, I look at my parents and that's not the case, yeah. but you know, you know, I've never had in my, in my instance, a dad. So to hear the most powerful being that created everything, call me his own. And this goes back to listening. He said that to me. Now it's up to me. Do I do I do I accept that? Or do I go, nah, there's no way you can love me. And yeah. I understand that. There really shouldn't be a way that he can love really any of us. But he does. Because it's just the way it is. It and you have to get past this, well, I need proof and I need this. And I'm just sitting there being like, Well, did the sun come up today? Cause I'll stop believing in God when the sun doesn't come up. Yeah. Because he created all this. Do the stars still go in the same spot they've been? Yeah. Do the planets still take the same orbits? Yeah. And science can black back all this stuff up with science, but and that's great. Science, to me, just proves God's existence more and more. And so when you get the opportunity to sit, ask, seek, and knock, which is Matthew 7, 7, which is one of my favorite verses, because I think I get all kinds of answers, but it comes back to listening. Yeah. You have to give him the time to talk, the place to talk, the space. In my personal view, well, I'm, I'm going to backtrack here now because you've said a lot of words, which is great, and it's all very helpful. But here's what my, when 
I hear certain things and it comes over to me two things like when I, we're talking about listening to what the spirit tells you or listening to the message that you've been given, it always comes down to two things. Number one is pride mm-hmm. and number two is selfishness mm-hmm. because most of the time when you hear something, you're going to either one accept it and then you're going to put it into action. But if you don't, why? Because it's pride. You think that you're, you know, what you know and what you understand in, in the physical world mm-hmm. is more important and is deeper than what the Lord is telling you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then it turns to selfishness because then it's like, okay, this is about me, not you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's not, the other way. About God. Or maybe it's, you know, he's telling me something about somebody else where I need to help out somebody else or do something for somebody else. But I'm looking at this as how can I benefit from this mm-hmm. when it's really not about me, right? You bring up a really good point. So basically then it becomes, okay, which ro- which path do I follow? Do I follow the one that he's laid for me or do I follow the one that I'm trying to lay over here by myself brick to brick? Like this one is paved in gold and that's the way to where I need to find it. This one over here, it's definitely brick and it's not complete, but I'm trying to figure this out piece by piece. But he's like, okay, Maybe if you just walk down this road that I've paved for you, that's that's worth listening to. That's worth listening to. You've got to want to listen to it. And I, and I challenge people that are prideful to ask the father why. Why? Because, it, it, you know, one of the hardest, one of the things that I actually absolutely love the most about God is when I judge somebody, the judgment I receive back from the father is instantaneous. Yep. Always. Instantaneous. Always. But I sit there and go, whoo. I forgot I did that. <laughs> yeah, and that's, to be completely honest, like, that's a whole sidetrack, and we're going to get back on topic here. But, like, yeah, that's one of, like, the biggest lessons I've learned just in learning how to walk with the Father is, like, yeah, you have no reason to judge anybody. Nobody does. Right? Nobody because, does. like, that's just not right, man. Yep. Like, don't judge because they're going through something, and the only person's judgment you need to worry about is mine. It, yeah, and and it goes back to listening because yeah. you can you can receive that word from God and be like, but but I it was this and, and, it was and that, that exact and this thing and happens this. to me. It's like you say something like somebody does something and you're like, and it happened to me the other day. Like <laughs> I can't remember like exactly <laughs> where it was, but I know it just happened. But like you do something and somebody does something and you're like, oh, and then it's like. Oh yeah, I'm oh, but sorry. I forgot. And you know, like I did that very same thing like oh, 48 hours yeah, ago. Yeah, it could be like the exact same yeah. thing too. And you know, I think it's really interesting that when when the father speaks to me, you know, it's 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 always just met with like this kind compassion that is not from this earth. Like nobody I've ever met has talked to me in the ways that he does. Obviously, he knows me better than I know myself and then anybody on earth could know me but when he says something to me i always just sit there and i go he took the time to speak to me one of seven billion or eight billion on this planet whatever the number really is because people actually don't even really know but out of all the people here he took the time out to say hey gerald this is why yeah and, you know, I don't get the answer every single day, but that's where it comes. You got to spend time at his feet. You think people learn calculus the first day they walked and opened the book? They just opened the book, threw it at their face, and they knew everything? No, they had to dedicate the time to it. And that's the same thing with God. And he's just, I think God sits there and he just, he's like looking at us going, come on, I've got so much to say to you. Come to me. Come, come, come. And like I said, the last four days, I didn't get a lot of time to spend with God. Yeah. 
the schedule changed with my daughter and, and her mother. Um, I had, I have taken on a couple extra church obligations that are taking away a little bit of that time. And my homework workload has just been insurmountable for some reason. And, you know, I don't get those hour sessions with God anymore. Uh, and so as I get less and less time to spend with the father, I feel myself struggling more in the day to day. And it's not because God spoke all these great words over me that says, you will be victorious today. I know that, you know, I know that I will be, but I look at it from like this point of, he just wants me to spend as much time as, you know, I can. And I, and even as I sit here, he's, I'm thinking, you know, I probably could spend more. But even in the time that I do get to spend with God, it's got to be utilized in a manner that fits your style. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and that's different for everybody. And we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Brandon talked about that in church was trying to figure out how you want to get there, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, it's worship or it's spending time alone in the Bible or it's praying or it's, yep. you know, whatever your, whatever your source may be, it's about finding time for you to do whatever you need to do to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Listening. Right. And I think once you get there and even if you think your heart's not right, like I can tell you a perfect story. I started tithing at my church. So I, I used to be a salesman so I could sell more cars to make more money. Sure. Now, here's the funny thing about that. I tithed my 10%. I did. And I would, and I did sell more cars. And in lieu of that, I sold, I gave more than, I gave my 10%, which just became a larger number. My heart was never right, though. It, out of all those thousands of dollars I gave, my heart was never in the right place of, from giving. I gave to get, mm-hmm. right? And he still did it. Because the way it's designed, it's like a, oh, I forget where this is in the Bible, but he's like, you, you, I'll give you your heart's desires. And that could be very, very bad for you. Yep. You know, if your heart's desires are wrong, like mine were. I could have sold, you know, 200 cars a month and made $10 million a year and given my 10%. But when I got to meet the father on judgment day and I sit there and he goes, yeah, you gave your 10, but I still don't, I don't know you. Yeah. Because my heart wasn't right. Now I look at it and I give far less. I don't have near as much money. Okay. I still give my 10 and you look at it and he goes, but I feel like I'm happier. I'm better off. I'm, I feel more loved and accepted than I've ever felt in my entire life. And he still blesses me with, with an income. Right. And you know, this, this might be getting a little off topic of the whole listening, but I'm going to try to bring it right back is I had to ask God why I gave out of selfishness. And that wasn't like a, okay, God, why do we give out of selfishness? Oh, you do this. You do da, 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 da. It was months, dude. It was months. And then guess what he did? He actually didn't even speak about it. He started taking it away pruning yeah right he wants to bear us more fruit and you know real quick you're never done learning because he even prunes the good vines that are producing fruit so they can produce even more so you're never ever done but he started pruning away things that were taking up my time that were giving me false representations of who he was even of myself so he started taking all these away um and they were a lot of like things in my life that i used to worship money women you know it was not good it was not good. And 
you know, now I, you know, now that he's like pruned those things out of me, yeah, I make a lot less money, but I'm happier where I'm at because I've spent the time with the father listening. And even when he was starting going through taking things away, excuse me, even as he was taking things away, I never questioned it. Well, that's a lie. I questioned it, but I still knew that at the end. But see, you it questioned would be it, for but my good. yeah, you you questioned it, but you learned to listen to what the answer was. And the answer was. And you learn to accept the answer. Yeah, and you have to. You yeah. have to. And if you don't understand like what he's saying to you, ask. Say, God, I need to know your voice. And he might not say anything to you, but if you consistently come back to him and say, God, I need to know your voice. God, I need to know your voice. God, I need to know your voice. One day he's just going to speak to you and he's going to be like, this is it. Now I'm going to challenge you to respond. Are you really going to turn away from the things I'm telling you to turn away from yep. because they are negative for your life? They might feel good now, but I'm telling you, you get rid of them, I can do 10,000 more things with you. Are you going to choose to do that? And that's where you've really got to listen. It's like listening to your parents. I mean, for crying out loud, turn the TV off. It's like five more minutes, yeah. you know, or go do your homework. It's like, I, I can do it tomorrow. You know, all these things. And it's just like, you can, you can, and God will let you. But it's, it's, I, I, I think it's dangerous. I think it's dangerous when you get the word from God and you don't, and you don't respond. I think it can be very dangerous, not just for your faith, but I think for your overall well-being. Uh, so listening is, is something that you've got to practice. You've got to get to the word, read it, play the music, sit in silence. Uh, I heard one pastor say he used to lock himself in his closet. <laughs> And he'd have to set like cell phone alarms every 10 minutes because he'd always fall asleep. Yeah. But that's how he started to listen to the father. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy you say that because, I mean, you said you have to, you, you essentially have to practice, right? Oh, yeah. Because most people, when you think you ask a question and what do you think of, you get an immediate answer. In the age of, you know, it's 2020 now and you ask Google a question and you get it and point something oh, milliseconds yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatnot. I don't have to we're use used, my hands anymore. Yeah. We're used to having all of the answers immediately at our fingertips. So basically being able to sit and say, okay, I'm going to ask or I'm going to receive this, but then how am I going to receive right. this? Once I've gotten the message, maybe maybe the answer isn't readily available. Maybe I have to go out and search for it, or maybe I have to spend some time in prayer or in worship or however I, I can process that message where it's not like, okay, I can just go to Google or I can send a text and be like, get an answer now. You know, it's, it's easy. Just, yeah, because it's easy. gratification is easy. Right. And so it's like, do I, like you said, do we go through that process of accepting or do we just be like, nope, right. you know? Right. Did you hear him and go, man, that's not really what I yeah. want to do today? Which then goes back to what I said, which was, okay, now I'm being prideful. And now you're right. Now you're going, well, I've got well, I'm this being today. selfish. Right. I've got to do this today because yep. I know that if I do this, then tomorrow I get that. But God yep. could say, in God's mind, he's going... Yeah, but if you listen to me now, in 10 years, you'll have 50,000 times what you've got tomorrow. And that's hard for people to understand is because, like I said, we're short-sighted. Human beings are just short-sighted. We don't see – it's like I, I almost like – I don't want to say this in a mean way. I made a Google Calendar for the first time. <laughs> it's not very fun. It's terrible. To first, not to just make it. It took a long time. Yeah. Second, to see how little white space I have, right, to fill in with the mindless activities, watching Netflix and, and, you know, which is not a lot of time anymore. 
But what I don't really like about it is you almost like put yourself in this position where I only have between 3.30 and 4 o'clock every day to speak to God because it's on my calendar. And I look at my calendar and I go, I was kind of, and, and I'm going to talk to my pastor about this tomorrow. So her and I will have the conversation before she hears this. But I think I'm going to get rid of the calendar. Yeah, because I mean, there are times when, okay, I need, I need, I need, I need to schedule this, right? Yeah, but then it I has use to sticky be, notes. It has to be here. Well, that's fine. But then you shouldn't allow yourself to be like, oh yeah, I'm only going to spend 15 minutes with God on a Thursday at four o'clock. Right. It should be spontaneous yeah. to me. And I don't care if that's 25 times in a day for one minute. You know, you were going, walking to the restroom and you finally got a minute as you were washing your hands to be like, thank you, God. You know, just thanks. Yeah. Thanks. You know, this day is not very fun, but thanks. Thanks anyway. You know, thanks for, you know, waking me up. I, I did get lunch today. Thank you. You know, I, I, it's just, I look at this calendar and I'm just like overwhelmed and it's like, and I think I know what she was going to tell you, but yeah. Well, I I'll mean, let you know what she says. Yeah. yeah. I, but she did give me the opportunity. She said when I made it, she's like, and if you don't like it, just get rid of it then. Yeah. And I, I'm going to try it a couple more weeks, but I really feel like I'm done with it. And, you know, I haven't prayed about this to God, but I have prayed to God. I'm saying, why is it that I'm actually almost choosing to avoid you? Hmm. You know, over the last four days, Ryan, I was busy. Don't get me wrong. I had a lot going on. Because you're always the person that's like, let me get right in front. Let me get in the front of the line right now. I want right now, God. Like, I'm going to cut everybody up front. Yep. I'm going to praise you for 15 minutes. I'm going to get right into it. And here I sit, you know, being like, you know, there were, and oh, man, I and I just got, yeah, I just figured it out. But it was yeah, a shame. But, you know, Wow. Yeah, so even if you look at it from that perspective, I was avoiding him, and now I know why. I was I was shameful, right, that I hadn't spent a ton of time with him. So over the last four days, my like the days have just kind of went doop. And I bet you, if you ask anybody that I was at church with yesterday, we had to redecorate. I bet you they could tell. I was short. I was quiet. Yeah. You know, and I was just drained. It, you know, it's not that I went out and committed this huge sin or anything. It was just, I was just drained. I didn't have the father refilling me on a daily yep. basis. So that's why when I woke up this morning, I literally just like woke up and was like, uh, I need the good fuel. morning, God, like, yeah. let's talk. And like I said, he didn't say much except for that I love you. And that's all that it took though. I felt his presence come over me. And that's the thing too. I'll, I'll kind of jump on this real quick because uh, we're not making these super long, but Another great way to listen is for things to physically happen to you, okay? Um, that can come in a number of different ways. You can get, you know, the goosebumps all over you. You can get that shock down your spine. You can get really hot. Um, you can cry. You can be overwhelmed with the spirit. I'm a huge crier. Uh, but when he said, I love you to me, I was hit with an abundance of grace, like so much so that I was sitting there and, and I, you know, I was on my knees. I have this pillow. I take off my couch and I sit on the pillow and I'm like sitting there and I'm just like, you know, pouring out. And like, I literally hear him say over me, I love you. And at that moment, my face hit the ground and I was just thanking, thanking him. Did I wake up knowing that I needed to have God tell me that he loved me? No, I wasn't saying, God, I asked for you to tell me that you love me, but he already knew what I needed. Yeah. 
You know, he already knew what I needed. He already, th technically, the day was already destined to be the way it was. It was already preordained that way. I was going to talk to him regardless, but he said that to me. And for, for me to, to hear that and to listen, I got to lean in on that. The creator of the universe loves me. One of billions of people, not even just right now, but before me and all the ones coming after me, yeah. you know? Took, he took, I mean, just, I mean, like, think about that for a minute. I mean, really, really. The creator who holds all the power, gave all authority to his son, Jesus, said he loves me. Yep. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that gets any more profound than that simple truth right there is that's the end game to me. And it's like, wow, now I can literally like Jesus's blood paid for my shame paid for my guilt and now I get to literally walk into the throne room of God the most sacred holy place that I'll ever get to I mean maybe heaven's more I don't, I don't know if that's I don't know the theology behind that but sure. you know I'm gonna I get to go there and now I get to like be there with him I felt him on top of me I got really hot um and I was you know I was crying and at that point I had just said a few more things and then I just got done and I just ended with a bunch of thanks and Guess what? I went through today way higher spirits. Yep. Right? I went through the day with a much more peaceful attitude. Right? Um, I went through the day with an awareness of the spirit today. Right? And I've definitely been working on that in itself, too. I've been asking, seeking. And well, every, I mean, yeah, everything's learning. You got to right? learn it. And if you don't know it, ask for it. And I'm, I'm going through it right now as well, too. I mean, like we've said before in the season before, and we definitely said it last week, we are not pastors of any kind. Like we're just two dudes here talking about our faith. Right. Yep. And right now that's where I'm, that's why this, like this message kind of hit me because like, I'm trying to learn to listen because going through things right now and processing things, Am I listening to what he's telling me and am I doing what he's telling me to do or am I trying to do what's, you know, what I want to do? And that's why I'm feeling the way I am right now, something very personally, which I'm working on on my own. But, you know, just practicing listening better and, you know, trying to knock out the selfishness and knock out the shame and knock out the pride to let him just say, I'm going to reign over you. Mm hmm. And right. just to let him. And just to let him. Yeah. Because I mean so do you want to go something? do you want to go right or do you want to go left? I mean, right's his way, left's your way. You know which way to go. It's just making that decision. So can I ask you something? Yeah. Uh how do I frame this? I'm trying to think of like the proper way to say it. Like in my mind, I want to ask you, when's the last time you listened? So I guess I'll just ask it that way. When's the last time I listened? So you got the word and you followed it. Probably Sunday. So not too far along ago. Yeah. 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 But here it is. Today's Tuesday. Yep. Did you spend any time with him yesterday? I did. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Did he say anything? Uh, you know, just it was it was hard to it was hard to disconcern for me, to be honest with mm -hmm. you. Like, I know he tells me he loves me in that, like, actually, I do know what it was. And it was very personal. I don't really want to get into it. But, yeah, I mean, yes, I got something from it. But, yeah. Yeah. See, so just in that, like, like I kind of said earlier, God's got a lot to say. He's got a lot to say. And I think that when you're struggling, he's got an abundance to say. And I think in your successes, he's got an abundance to say. 
but some people find it easier to hear him in suffering and they don't understand how to hear him in, you know, triumph. Yep. But God's always been winning. So I, I hope and I pray for you that if you are just those, one of those people that only listens when they are, you know, suffering through something, I pray that you, you get the opportunity to, you will be delivered. And, uh, when you do find the way to still listen and communicate with him as much as you can, even in all your triumphs, because it's just important to listen when you're doing well as it is when yeah. you're, when you're suffering. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's just, you got to listen. You got to listen to everything during the day, right? You've got radio, you've got podcasts. That I hope you're listening to this one. You've got, you know, car sounds, you've got TV, you've got people talking, You've got probably music in your ears. You know, you've got all these things that you're listening to. And out of all those things you're listening to, which ones are building you up? Or what's frust- what are you listening to that's frustrating you? Is it coworkers? Is it, you know, the traffic jam you're sitting in? What are you listening to? And I, I pray that you find time to get with the Father and, and listen to Him because if you start asking... I don't think there's anything God loves more than to start answering. Like, he's a God of blessings, man. He's a God of love and peace. And, and he wants to give that to those who want him. And so when you when you get the opportunity to to ask him, and then you seek that answer, and when you're knocking on the door and you're sitting there being like, God, I... You know, I think you were telling me this. Am I wrong? Am I right? You know, well, you have to be ready to accept it, even if it's not the answer you want to hear. The answer, yeah, yep. be ready to sit there and be like, "I'm listening," and I don't like that, but I'm gonna do it anyway, because yep. I think that when you get and, I, and here's just a word from experience, when you do get the word where you're like, "Man, I don't know about that one," I don't know, God, that sounds pretty crazy. That's where the 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 the, the magnified blessing is, and. And usually the ones that you find that in are the ones that make you feel uncomfortable. Oh, they totally do. They totally do. Like when I started doing, uh, like I felt like when God had called me into the position I'm at at church. You're like, no way. I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, there's just no way I'm like worthy of doing any of that. And basically his word was, I know. But you're going to do it anyway. But you're going to do it, right? And I'm just like, oh, okay, perfect. I'm not worthy. I understand that. But you still love me enough and are still going to work with me enough to get me through everything I'm going to go through to do what you've called me to do. And when I started doing worship leading in the back, I was terrified. I actually didn't think I should be doing it because I'm like, I don't know. They're only three and four, five-year-old kids. Like, do they really get anything out of this? And then, You know, it took a few weeks, but after like a month or so, I was sitting back there and I'm like, gosh, I can't wait to get back there and lead worship with these kids. When God gave me that word, I was like, but how is that going to make me feel good? That sounds pretty stressful to keep three and four year old kids, you know, on task, you know, paying attention to what I've got going on up on the stage. I get so much joy out of that. Yep. And those are things where I would have looked at if you would have, if somebody on earth would have said, "Oh, you should go do worship leading for toddlers and, you know, pre-K." 
I laughed at you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be quite frank, I kind of laughed at God. I would have probably laughed myself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, it's just crazy. And so here's something too that I I think is really interesting is we had what we call a Holy Spirit night at our church, which is just where it gets super popping and gets literally on fire for God. So I'm going to just spoil the beans. Ryan got to run this camera where it's like he got to float. Like he's not stuck on a tripod. He wasn't looking at one person or, or panning. He could do and use his own creativity to get him to different shots, right? Okay. When you started, and this goes back to last episode, you even kind of mentioned this. It's You started going, trying to get in production, didn't work out. Yeah. You came back this time and now you're in it and you enjoy it. And you weren't even actually supposed to even no. be the free roamer that no. night. No. So, God is getting the opportunity to use your creativity to, 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 to give those great and appealing shots that are different and unique to everybody that can't actually be in the building. Because they're emotions. Those shots create emotions. Exactly. Those things, people... So you can feel what's going on because there was a fire in that church oh, that night, was. man. It was on fire. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, I think what I probably did is I probably maybe pushed the outer boundaries of what I was allowed to do but it was the first time apparently that it had been done. So I was pushing, trying to push the boundaries of what I could do. But like, man, sometimes you just get that, that shot that just pays off and like you can feel it inside <laughs> of you. And you're like, man, whoever's watching this is like crying right now because yeah. I'm crying behind this camera. Yeah. So it's it like, good. It was good. yeah, man, it's just, it's such a great feeling. And, and it, it tails right into listening because when you first started, I think it was really kind of me pushing you almost, right? Uh, maybe I definitely was like, yo, you should do that because you've, you've, you enjoy doing like videography and, yeah. and editing and things of that nature. And then you got your name in there and the guy never touched base with you. And then I then go to my pastor and I say, Hey, we've got to get Ryan, my buddy on the production crew, give this to Ryan, the guy that, or Chris, the guy that runs the production crew to give him a call. And all of a sudden it came together and it just comes in with listening, right? Because you could have got really discouraged when it didn't work out the first time. Like, I'm done with that place. Yeah. I'm not even going to go there anymore. Like, they don't need my help. I'll go find somebody And that it does. goes back to what we talked about last week. It was timing, man. Timing. It just wasn't the right time back yep. then. It is now. Right. You can see how everything God does is intertwined. Yeah. The podcast we're doing right now, like, we actually had our Vineyard Leadership Team meeting before Holy Spirit Night on Sunday. And one of the, one of the questions was, what do you... Oh, how did this work? It's like, what do you want to do like going forward or, or how are you going to be like empowered or something like that? And I, my answer was, I just want to start giving away what I've been given. And Michelle looks at me and she says, your podcast. And I said, perfect. And then I said, my small group, maybe one day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, like we're working on all it. All in but, time, all in time. But, you know, we, we sit here and we, and we just, we want so much and I pray for every single person listening right now that you take those wants and those desires to the Father so he can check them. Because if they're not what he wants for you, let him cut it away. Yep. Let him prune that away, and then you can then step into what he's really got for you. And that's exactly how I feel about your situation on the production crew. That's exactly how I feel about my situation with Kingdom Kids because there was a time where I was on Kingdom Kids and I left for like two years. Yeah. And then I was with Michelle and I did it for like three months and then I chucked the deuces and I was like, yo, I've got this, this, and this. And looking back on that, I know that it was the enemy just telling me all kinds of stuff. 
and then I step back and now look at where I'm at. Yeah. Right? It just took me time to listen to God and say, God, what is it that you want me to do? You know? And so, man, listen. Hear it. Take the time to listen. Yep. It's going to be quiet. He wants it to be quiet. If that's reading your Bible, if that's reading a book that's pointing you towards the Bible, if that's just, you know, you really can, I find God in absolutely everything. I can find God on Netflix. I can find God in the gas station. Um, I find God in my biology classes. Like I find God everywhere now. So um, I definitely seek him. I'm definitely knocking for him to answer the door. But I I tell you, he might not answer right then and there, but that just gives me more time to build my faith Mm -hmm. and gives me more time to sit there and be like, yo, God, this is still on my heart. So, I mean... I'd like for you to answer it now, and then you listen nothing, and you're like, okay, well, how about now? <laughs> you know, and like you get nothing, and you know, it's just, it's just, you know, he wants to talk to us. So. Yep, and and I mean, those answers there may not be readily available. It's not Google. He's definitely not not Google. He's yep. may not going to give give you an answer in milliseconds. Yep, and it may not be the one you want to hear. But like everything in life, anything worth having is never easy. Yep, and it never came quick. Yep. People didn't amass fortunes overnight. Yep. You know, not that you get to heaven with fortunes. Great marriages weren't built overnight. Yep. You know, empires, you know, great businesses, great sporting teams weren't made overnight. They take time. It takes devotion and it takes, you know, paying attention. Here's something real quick and, and I'll try to wrap it up right after this. During our Holy Spirit night, I got two words. One word was for this young girl who's with her mom. They walked right past me. And I was towards the front and they just had went like, I don't know, dude, seven feet away from me. Yeah. And I definitely got the word from God to go pray for this little girl. And I was like, you're out of your mind. I'm not doing that. Right. And I'm not going to get into the details of what the prayer was, but uh, he wanted me to. And I was like, I'm not doing it. Like, I, there's just no way I'm going to do it. Right. Okay. So check this out. I, I heard him. Yeah. I heard him. I knew what he wanted me to do. I, I had fear inside of me of the complete failure, the complete failure of it. And so I didn't do it. What he asked me to do, I did not think I was capable of doing. Now, I will get this checked as I read that book over there called The Believer's Authority. But I don't know, five minutes later, there's a gentleman to my left. And I get another word for this gentleman. And his word was, get started. So I go up to this guy randomly and i just kind of like put my hand on his back and i'm like hey man like god is telling me he's like yelling at me to tell you to get started whatever that means for you like you need to have started it yesterday but he's going to give you all the strength all the courage all the knowledge all the tools all the people will just show up for you it's you're not going to understand it but that's the beauty in it that's how he's going to get the glory and i like i'm praying for this guy and I get done and this guy turns around and he gives me a hug. And he was like, thanks. That's what I needed to hear in that Thank moment. Thank you. Okay, so my point of this is within a time span of five minutes, I completely denied God and what he told me to do, right? And then he gave me another opportunity to listen. Now, I heard him clear both times. I know what he wanted me to say for the young girl. I know it. I just didn't have the courage to go do it. But then you get me a, a middle-aged man and it's a whole new ball game now, yeah. right? And so I, I could go over there and I prayed for this guy and it worked out and 
that's just God, right? So even if you feel like you you miss opportunities, I miss opportunities probably 35 times a day. If you're in tune with the spirit enough, you're going to miss opportunities. Why? Because you're not going to think you're good enough. You're not going to think you're going to pray right. You're not going to be able to cast that demon out. You're not going to be able to take that sickness away. You're not going to be able to take their pain and send it to Jesus because he already paid for it anyway so they can go home and spend time with their wife. You know, it. but here's the beauty in it. It's like, you don't even need to. It's not up to me. I don't have the power. The power lives inside of me, but I don't have the power. I guess in some regards, you, some people could say that you do have the power because it lives inside of you, but in my mind, I don't have the power. The power just lives inside of me. And when when the father is telling me to do something, I'm trying to listen. Yeah. Right. And I heard him, and I just kind of was like, "Yo, God, you're crazy. You're like a madman up there. Like, ain't no way I'm about to pray that out of that little girl." Now, had I listened, could I have failed? Who knows? Who knows at this point? We don't know what would have actually happened. But yeah. I do know that even in that denial, I was given another opportunity to listen. And, and so, you listened. And then I listened. So just to And you may have you may have opened up another a whole another opportunity or a whole another life for somebody else because you took the time and say, Okay, well I missed that one. Yep. So let me go get this one. Yep. Let me get that one that God told me to get. Yep. You know? Uh and I mean maybe maybe the message is you were supposed to miss that one so you could go impact this gentleman over here. You know, you know? I look at it We'll and figure that out. I look I look at it in that regard. Yeah. Like I look at it and go, Well, God knew I was gonna say no. Yeah. Right? And so God's using it as a teaching moment. And to be honest, I actually didn't get the revelation until we just talked about it right then and there that he gave me another opportunity within five minutes yeah. in the same building. I didn't even move. The guy had been sitting there the whole service. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I just hear him say, tell this guy to get started. Tell him to get started on it. And I don't know what he's supposed to start. If that's a business, if that's writing a book, or if that's... Well, he knew. He knew, though. He knew. He knew exactly yeah. what it was. And that's the that's how God just blows yeah. my mind. That's why I love him so much, man. Like, I don't even have to know. All you got to do is give me the tiny glimpse of it, and, and I can then use that to impact somebody. And so I'm going to pray to God that I keep working on that. Like, yeah. And we all should. And we all should. Yeah. And so just comes down to listening. And then like when you kind of said, do you, what do you do with it? Yep. Do you go, do you take his word or you just do your own thing? And that comes back to pride and things of that nature. But Ryan, close us with some prayer tonight. I just totally threw you on the spot. You just totally threw me on the spot. I had planned to do that all night though. That's fine. So you ready to go? You, are you good? You good. I'm you good, said all I'm the good, words ready, you want to say because that was a good place to end. So, God, we just thank you for bringing us both together, putting us in this place together, and allowing words and actions to be put into our physical and to be able to bless other people. We thank you for the air in our lungs. Mm. We thank you for just this life and the health and just being able to reign over us with your love so we pray all things to you lord amen amen good word other than that guys we'll see you next week peace peace